Good evening and welcome to Success in the City. My name is Helen Webster and I am with the lovely Sandra Scott and it's just me today. I was going to say, as you can see, we don't have a guest this evening because our guest has had um, some visitors come up um, that she wasn't aware of. So she will be on in the next few weeks. Okay, so it's Sandra and I tonight, which is fine. And you're going to have a lovely, lovely evening with us. So we're going to start off with our shout out for the kids, as we always do. So, Sam, what kids are you going to shout out to? Oh, well, I'd like to shout out for the little people this afternoon in Penny Lane because they were absolutely brilliant. And we did a bit of chat of it with them, which was lovely. So we did chat of it in Spanish and we had them all being shapes of fruit, the different fruits and different animals. And they, and they like they pick it up so fast. And I had some of the little ones and they were just dead cute. And we did like, um, we did musical statues with them all outdoor on, on the grass. And I had a lovely time with them actually. And they're so cute, some of the little kids, but the two years, two years old and they're saying everything in Spanish, just straight away and remembering it at the end, you know, so, um, be, and some of them came with them um, childminders, so there'll be some parents with these sheets all with Spanish to deal with tonight. So I hope they're all right with them. But definite shout out for them. They were great, those little ones. They were just gorgeous. They were, they were amazing. And it was lovely um, that it wasn't raining today. Well, it was a little bit cloudy, yeah. wasn't it? And, um, and, and we used to do activities in the park sort of over the last four or five years through the summer holidays. And every Wednesday it rains. So this today, this time when I spoke to Sylvia, I used to do, and I said, um, "Oh, we're doing activities in Penny Lane, you know, and we're doing it on a Wednesday." And she was like, "Why have you picked a Wednesday?" She said, "It's just wet Wednesdays, and Wednesdays has always been known for it to just be like, you know, dancing down with rain." But we were really fortunate, and, and it was lovely, wasn't it, to uh, to be with them all today, um, yeah. which was great. So my shout out for the kids is Scarlet, our little superhero Scarlet. Yeah. Last was it last? No, not last week. The week before fell over and bashed her eye and um, ended up with stitches. So she went to Alderhey and she had stitches in her eye. And um, then she had to go back and see the plastic surgeon. Um, but it was okay because she didn't have to, you know, have um, anything like that. And then I, I was there today and, um, later on and I just said, oh, how are you doing? And, and I said, what's my shout out for the week? What's been amazing? And she goes, I took the stitches out myself. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so they, they wear butterfly stitches, but she took her stitches out and she said that she still got her eye. So that was amazing. And she also, they've done rock painting. So Autism in Motion have been doing amazing, amazing things. And they've been doing rock painting and some other types of painting. And next week, San, the animals are coming. And I think there's a baby llama coming. When's this? Um, I don't know, I'll find out the date for next okay, week. I'll have to tell my my friend. But there's a baby llama. You have to book in and everything like that, but there's a baby llama yeah, coming in. I was thinking more of you, not anyone else. Well, I feel a bit, I'd like to see the baby llama, but I feel a bit cheeky taking a child's place to see an animal. You can help as a grown-up. So good evening to Patricia and good evening to Jan, who are listening in this evening. Good evening to you ladies. You can join in with this or that with us. Um, so, yeah, and I also want to shout out to the superstar wackerball champion, future champion, um, who was my little friend today called um, Lucas, who um, had never played wackerball. He was only seven and yeah. just picked it up and was absolutely yeah. amazing. And Violet... For writing me a certificate, so I got a certificate today. Yeah, I think you conned that child into writing you a certificate, if you don't mind me. So you were certainly fishing for it. I just said, everybody's got a certificate, I haven't got one. And then she said, I'll write you one. <laughs> and so she did. So thank you to Violet for saying that I was the most fun, fitness and fun teacher, she said, which was lovely. So thank you to them. And they were all amazing, weren't they? They were all, they were all brilliant. It's just fabulous today. And I think because we've done a few weeks there, they sort of got to know us and they were yeah. relaxed. And um, and it was nice with the imagination games because at first they opened the box and they went to the pack and they weren't too sure. But that now they were, they're all cool with it and they use their imagination a lot more and did loads of stuff. So that was really good. And Which is brilliant, isn't it? Can we play as adults? Of course you can, Jan. You can play anything. You can play whack-a-ball. You can play imagination games. And you can play whatever you want. Um, and I definitely, we've been into... So Jan's part of... Um, St Mary's West Derby School where we've um, taken racquetball in um, and Jan plays tennis so it will be cool to um, 
to be in, you know, and uh, and Peter Lloyd said he loves the imagination games. So Peter's a gardener, isn't he? And he's been on our show and he bought an imagination games for two little people while he was designing the garden so that they yeah. could play with them, um, which was lovely. And I went to meet the, the two little people when I delivered it and they, they were gorgeous. They were really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. And Devils is listening in and she says, Karen, lovely yeah. to see you both. Yeah. Well, Karen, it's very nice to see you too, Karen. Yeah, she's normally mm -hmm. dancing on the tables, but yeah. So. Yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like fuming over that. Um, so success this week, Sam. And well, Joe's listening. I've had that many successes this week. I wouldn't know where to begin. Quite different from, I think my biggest, biggest, biggest success this week. There's just so many. But in chronological order, the first success I had after we did the show was, well, on the Thursday evening, I'm omitting what I know we're going to talk about. But on Thursday evening, our brilliant, fabulous friend Martin Sang had organised for us to go and do stuff down the Albert Dock, didn't he? Mm -hmm. And um, anyone who knows me knows I'm not a water person at all. But um, I did kayaking with my lovely friend Alex Warner, who came and kept me company in the boat because I wouldn't have done it on my own, which I wouldn't have, but I would now. It was absolutely brilliant. And it was, I thought, and I was thinking, you know, Martin doesn't know what it is for me to do that because I'm so phobic. He didn't really understand. But all week I was preparing myself. Since he said it, I thought, no, I'm going to do this. And I really wanted to do it. But sometimes when I've tried to do any water-based activities, when I've started, I just go into panic and would be hysterical. And I didn't. And it was really good. I was nervous. And I, I did, you know, and afterwards. And I did have a little Prosecco afterwards, very quick, like it was water like that um but i just loved it i was so happy i did it and i would definitely do it again now so that was a that was a, a big big success for me to do all the kayaking in the albert dock and everything you know so and my success was that i was able to paddleboard at the same time so yeah. i wanted to paddleboard for a long time and um when he you know he said that he was going to take you he said i'm gonna he sent me a message and he said um he rang and I missed his call and then he sent me a message and he said, I'm going to take Sandra and Alex Warner out of their comfort zones. Are you up for it? And I said, yeah, yeah, I'm up for that. And I was thinking, I don't even know what we're doing. And then I yeah. rang him and he said, um, "He said we're going um, paddleboard and kayaking. He goes in the Albert Dock. He said, and you go through. He said, it's beautiful, you know, sort of like a, when, when the sun's going down and things. Yeah. And he said, but don't tell them. He said, it's a surprise. <laughs> and I knew like how phobic you were of water and things. And I was like, oh, that's happy day. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Sam. And then you were saying, oh, what is it? And I was thinking, oh, what? and I didn't say anything. And then you yeah. rang Mart and asked him what it was. And he said, um, but he's got um, the camper van and he brought that. Wow. And he laid on food, didn't he? And um, it was just amazing, wasn't it? Unbelievable. And that camper van's amazing. He's done it all. He's he has all the stuff in the back. And then he's got his little fridge and he had nibbles and he had stuff for everyone. And it was just like the, and it, the Thursday night, it was nice weather, Thursday yep. evening, and it was just gorgeous. And um, it, honestly, it was just such a pit. It couldn't have been better. It was just perfect, wasn't it? It yeah. was absolutely lovely. And I've always seen people, because I'm by the marina, go past in boats. And I think, oh, look at those nutters. Imagine doing that. So, <laughs> so I'm really, really pleased I've done it now. And it was a big, big thing for me. And I would definitely do it again. And I was delighted that I was able to get up on the paddleboard and it didn't fall in. Yeah, I'm not so sure the paddleboard would have worked for me because I'd have had to stand up and balance on something on water, which I don't know how the gondoliers do it. You know, in um, the gondoliers yeah. do it in uh, Venice, and it, it's so narrow, and they're just and they only have one pole. They have that's it, you know. Mm. Takes years of practice, doesn't it? But yeah. Um, so hi to Joe Galbraith. Tell Joe, hi, tell Scarlett we've given her a little shout out about her eye and her stitches. Um, yeah. So she'll be made up with us. So we now do this or that. And then we're going to do this or that. And then we're going to interview each other, sort of things, Sam, aren't we? And what yeah. we've decided we're going to do is we're going to do a week in the life of. Because we've had a cracking week. Yeah. So we're going to do a week in the life of. Um, so do you want to go first on this or that or me? I'll go first. Go on. Okay. So one for you now. Gene Kelly or Anton Dubeck? Oh. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, that's cruel. Oh. Um. Oh. 
Oh, that's like, I think that's the first time I've ever been speechless. Um, You're not speechless, you're still talking, go on. I'm, prob <laughs> I'm probably going to go, oh, Anton Dubeck. Anton Dubeck, okay. Mm -hmm. I just, when when I watch Anton Dubeck, so both of them, when, when I watch both of them, I'm mesmerised by um, the way they move, because they just move, yeah. you know, and Anton Dubeck, you know, models himself on Fred Astaire and that's why he wears a tie when he trains um, and he's always you know um, and Gene Kelly you know he's, he's, he's of that and um, that's what he models himself on that sort of their professional of how they dress when they train and things like that um, yeah oh look Pat Morgan's on my side she says that's so cool yeah, yeah. it is I know that's why I picked it Pat and you Gene Kelly that. is like to watch Gene Kelly is is you know is amazing but I, I think I think I'd have to go on I've seen Anton Dubeck live um a few times and I've never been fortunate like to see Gene but so have you where have you seen him so I've seen Anton Dubeck in the Philharmonic um a couple of times and we've oh, seen him yeah. in the Echo Arena and things and he's just he just glides he's, he's just mesmerized and when I watch him on the telly you know there's lots of dancers and you just automatically um like you know drawn to him um so jan railton saying debbie would pick anton as well yeah yeah yeah. so um yeah we were having a little chat beforehand saying that anton's a judge this year on strictly um mm -hmm. so that's where cruelty came from uh, right okay Who would you go for, Dan? um so I've always loved Gene Kelly films and you know we went to that singing in the rain thing didn't yeah, we? which was unbelievable. just before uh, just at the end of 2019 and that was just one of the best events yeah. I just thought it was so special how it was so clever how it was done as well and in the Baltic that was absolutely brilliant event and I love that because I love Gene Kelly and I grew up you know watching those films on Saturday afternoon or something you know etc but um I don't know. I watched Strictly, but I'm not into it like you are. You know, I didn't do dancing when I was younger or anything like that. But I'm looking forward to seeing Anton Dubeck. Plus, he's alive, so I feel I yeah. should him. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, so there we go. Yeah, we're we're picking him because he's alive. We're going to see him next year, aren't we? So I'm yeah. looking so Anybody who's listening, we'd like you to to say, would you have, would, who would you choose this order? Yeah, you can play along with us. That'd be amazing. Um, so I'm going to go with you, Sunny. Are you ready? Manicure or pedicure? Manicure. Manicure? Fast as that. Because mm -hmm. it's more visible to people than that. A pedicure is nice. I like a pedicure, but if I had to, I'd pick necessity first over. Okay. I don't like having my nails done because they hurt and they always stick things down, you know, and all the rest of it. But you and don't I, like having them done? No, not, I don't, no, it always hurts my skin and stuff and they're always stabbing me with things and that. But um, I think I've got quite sensitive hands, I don't know. But um, but I like what it looks like afterwards. Mm. I like how nice, you know, and I miss getting my nails done desperately. I'm going to get back to that as soon as. Um, I do miss that, but um, I, I quite like having my feet done because when you have your feet done, it's dead night and everything. Yeah, you don't. You so what is it for you then? Manicure, definitely. 100% manicure because I hate feet that much, right. and I've got monkey toes, haven't I? I've got et toe. My second toe is et toe, isn't it? What is an et toe? What does that even mean? So what my is... second. So I've got my big toe, and then I've got my second toe, and my second toe looks like et's finger. It's longer. Than your big toe, is it? Or no, 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 it's not longer than my big toe, but it's it's like they were going to cut the bone out and then fuse my toes back together, but I said, no, I'll just rock on with my ET toe. So oh, I've just got like monkey feet. I need you to show me that toe now because I want to see what it looks like. No, because I've like made a real point of it now. Yeah. So Lamar is listening in and Lamar <laughs> says manicure. Um, Pat yeah. saying that's a hard one for her because she loves Anton and. Um, Gene Kelly, um, but Jan's Lamar, saying definitely Gene Kelly. Lamar is amazing because Lamar is what learning sat going to about to do. She's been doing yeah. a bit of language and she's going to learn it specifically, isn't she? So she can teach um, children who are deaf specifically or include them in cookery courses and that, which I think is great because she thinks that a lot of the deaf people are in marginalized group and the children are left out of things. So she's like, we just think she's fantastic. So we we're do. We're helping her with all of that and she can come and be a guest on our show and tell us all about that as well we should get her on definitely 
Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to go first this time. Okay, so we're both agreed on manicures there. Um, yeah. Trees or flowers? Trees or flowers. Oh, right. Okay. So trees are essential for us to breathe, but flowers are pretty. But overall, I would pick trees, actually, because I think woodland... Yeah, yeah, because looking at it on a global scale, Helen... Um, so flowers are lovely in your house and the garden and you know I love flowers I really adore flowers but if you had like just flowers and no trees it would be terrible so if you have to pick one over the other it's got to be trees because when you look at lots of areas that are really green it's almost like rest your eyes you know it's nice to look at where things are very lush and if you go to places like the Alps or Finland places like that You've just got miles and miles and miles of greenery. It's incredible yeah. to see. Um, so trees, definitely. And I would say tree, trees for me because I love being in the woods and, and things like that. Pat's um, had the toe fused. I know. And yeah. it, but she, so she, she has gorgeous like manicures and pedicures. Her nails are always Pat's nails. So she goes to see Lisa. Um, and, and Pat's nails are always gorgeous. I need to see Lisa. She's a bit of a glam. Oh, she's around the corner from your new house, so you'll be all right. Um, I shall go. So Pat on. says flowers for her, yeah. and Devil yeah. says flowers as well. Guys, you wouldn't be able to breathe if there was just flowers, can I just say? <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't the that wasn't the question. Like, can you no, breathe? I went, I went to the practical aspect of it. Okay, if it was just what do I like? It's flowers. I love flowers. Yeah. But we need trees in life. What about you? Trees, trees for me. But I also on my bucket list is um, New England in the fall. You know when people oh, fall. Yeah, lovely, um, lovely. And so, so that's on my list of things to do. Because um, yeah. I always look at that and I just think Please, the colors. Yeah, they're just covered in. It's just beautiful. All the reds and everything. All yeah. Maine, Connecticut, Vermont. All they're absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, lovely. So that's on my list. Okay, go on. Okay, so the next one is musical or adventure film oh musical hands down really musical well, hands down for me i fell asleep in star wars at the picture <laughs> that's sci-fi only goes up well that type of film where there's all loads going on horror i can't believe you fell asleep in star wars honestly but um, I love musicals. Yeah. What's your favourite musical? Can I just ask? Um, I don't know. I love like I, um, I don't know. I don't think I've got a favourite. That's what mine is. I'll give you the clue. <laughs> That's so specific. No, but I get why you said that. Hairspray. You know, I can't say that one might have given me a bit more of a clue. Hairspray's coming on, hairspray's coming on to the Empire at the end of August. I know, I saw that. We should go, but I've never seen, I've never seen hairspray the music. I've seen hairspray the film like millions of times. Mr. God, it's one of the best musicals. Have you seen it on the stage? I saw it in London, I took me more. I took Ronan, who then said it was the last time he was going to see a musical. Not because he didn't enjoy it, because he did, but he doesn't like it when I get up and dance at the finale. He hates oh, that, which I've always okay. done. And um, it all started in the Empire when we went to see Greece, and it went, we all went, and he went, Mom, no! <laughs> no, when he was younger. So he was 12 when we were in, and he said, and he went, there's no other men in here. He looked around. And then he went, I'm not coming to any more with you. Oh. <laughs> that was it. That was the cutoff when he was 12. But yeah. um, so I love hairspray. It's my favorite. I love hairspray. I also think everyone in the world should see Wicked. I haven't seen Wicked either. You've seen The Wizard of Oz. You have to see Wicked. One of my favorites, one of my favorite movies is Wizard of Oz. Yeah. I've never seen Wicked. And, and somebody said you can watch it, you know, like um you can watch the theatre version of it, but but on film. Yeah. Um, but I was like, no, I need to wait and see yeah. it actually on the theatre. and then I'd watch. Everyone should see Wicked, because when you watch The Wizard of Oz, it's entrenched your beliefs, oh, the Wicked, this, that, and the other. Mm. You see the flip side of the story. Mm. And I just think everyone should see it, because it make it, it's just fantastic. It's so good. Okay. Um, there we go. So um, it's hairspray for me. So did you pick one? Um, 
I love Hairspray. I love The Wizard of Oz is one of my favourites. Um, that's not really a musical. Um, the Wizard of Oz is a musical. Yeah, it's not really like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is one of my faves. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love Chicago. Chicago is one of my favourite films. I've seen Chicago, yeah. I've seen go on stage as well. Um, which was brilliant. Beauty and the Beast, I've seen that on stage. Oh, yeah, that was that's phenomenal. I've seen that in London and Liverpool. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it in London, Liverpool, yeah. Um, cats. cats, I love cats. I've seen cats. cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen cats a few times. It Les Mis. Yeah, I've seen that. Stop yeah. my heart out in that one. Um, what else have we got? What's the other one? Um, There's so many. I like chess. I've seen that at the Empire years ago. What's the Vietnamese one? Um, Saigon. Oh, Miss Saigon. I went to see Miss Saigon in the Empire. And my mum and dad were going with all their friends, something. And something had happened to my mum. I don't know why, but she couldn't go. So I was, I, I had a ticket and me and dad went. And um, yeah, it was like, oh, I just sobbed. Just sobbed all the way through it. As you know, I'm tiny tears anyway. There's the same chorus line. Chorus line's yeah. amazing. It's all I've the seen... with chorus line, isn't it? Yeah. Singing in the rain. We've seen Singing in the Rain a couple of times. Mm -hmm. I've seen that live as well. Loads. 42nd Street. Oh, well, come on. Okay. Yeah. Next we'll just name one. every single musical as we go. <laughs> okay. This is our last one, isn't it? Next year, when you're a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Okay. A personal chef. Okay. Would you rather have for the rest of your life a personal chef or a personal fitness trainer? Would I rather have mm. chef and I'd have Sean hands down who we used to live with because it was the best experience of my life. Having yeah. every meal made for you by someone who's so clever and knowledgeable, knows exactly what they're doing. You, you see some veg in that and it just tastes amazing and the flavors i would have a personal chef hands down okay yeah. because the fitness person leaves you in pain the next day the chef makes you feel lovely when you eat your food and you magically lose weight at the same time and feel dead full that was the best thing ever for me when sean um paul cooked for me it was just amazing i was so lucky um, so, oh, look, everyone's going, Chef, Chef, Mart's watching it now. Mart, you've had a good shout-out about my kayaking. Chef, yeah. Chef, Chef, they're all saying. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about you? Would you rather have a PT, which is weird because you are one, or um, a chef? So I'd love to have a chef. I'd love to have a chef. I'm going to have both. So well, well, I'd love to have a chef who, who cooks everything. But my, my big thing is I'd like to have um, a pro golfer, uh, which I'm going to have. Is it? I'm going to have my own sort of pro golfer to go round and tour um, golf courses or have him or her um, with me to, to, to actually play the round. That's me big, that's me big thing. Is well, to go I'll have a golf lesson then. There we yeah, go. Yeah, so, I've, had, so I've, I've played, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have to, to play around with a pro golfer um, when I used to have lessons with a lad called Scott. Um, and um, when, when you've got a, a, a professional there with you, your game is just amazing. And I'd like a professional tennis player, yeah. Um, but I think, Chef, I think to wake up and have your breakfast, dinner and tea made. Uh, all laid out like that. Yeah. Um, all, and he'd had a bowl. He didn't do breakfast. He'd have a bowl. And also, you started eating a bit later. So I was eating, starting about 10 o'clock. And mm. like a little snack of some cashew nuts or something. Lunch was just divine. Yeah. And then, in fact, they asked me to stop making inappropriate noises when I was eating the food. <laughs> <laughs> because they didn't put it as politely as that but um it was just it, it was just so lovely the food and dinner and uh, we ate vegan all week but every mm -hmm. saturday me and him had a steak Texas. so mm -hmm. i was just so so lucky yeah 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 here we go so, okay all right okay. we're now gonna do a week in the life of okay, okay. So as our guest couldn't make it, and we were like, what are we going to talk about? And we've had amazing successes, haven't we? Yeah. Um, and we've had amazing successes with other people helping us and supporting yeah, us. And stuff like that. So, so we're going to go through our week, aren't we? Okay, I need to get the diary up to remind me of my week because it was that busy. Okay. So um, I'm not sure whether last Wednesday when we were on um, and we were talking, whether we'd talked that we'd um, signed for an office in the Baltic. 
I think we had, I think we might have said we did have our new office, which we were very excited about. Okay. So we signed for our office, didn't we, on um, in the Baltic? And um, things are starting to change, aren't they, slightly for the business yeah. now. We're, we're able to um, be out and about and move and things like that. And this is for IP Presents. And we've got um, Lou, which is the amazing um, interactive playground machine, um, which turns the space into um, an interactive playground. And it's for learning and movement. And it's based mm. on the curriculum. And it's phenomenal, phenomenal product. Um, and we're just excited, aren't we, that we can sort of start motoring with it, um, what we've done. Um, and so we've um, the government have given a scheme, haven't they, for um, kickstarts yeah. and young people aged 16 to 24 are able to um, who are on universal credit because quite a lot of the young people um, can't get a job because they've got no work experience and can't get work experience because they haven't got a job. Yeah. Um, and so we applied for two young people um, who are kickstarts um, for a six month project, um, yeah. which, which is supported by the government, which you know as a new business starting up and um it, it is amazing and you know it, it's a great opportunity for us so we decided that we'd um take up the offer and, and and we'd interview two young people um the job center um we went on thursday didn't we yeah um That's to, right. to, to interview two young people so we decided that we wanted one who's going to look after the social media computer yeah. website side of it and then we were going to have one who's a little bit sporty um who can do some little admin tasks as well and um do you want to tell them son about our first or our second little person young person even I'll tell you about the first one then yeah so i thought it was quite nice because we had to we had to speak to the job coaches about what the positions were and what our vision was and what we were offering the type of person we wanted and we discussed the two jobs and one of them um, was sort of very much office based on the computer or whisker and then one of them was extrovert out and about doing all the sporty activities with the young people etc and we sat there and um, we sat on the sofas didn't we and they sent a young man over and he was fabulous he was absolutely fabulous we were delighted with him weren't we yeah. and um and that's just it's just the perfect type of person and he was excited and he was delighted he was going to be working in the Baltic, which I thought was quite cute and um, and lovely. So that was good. And he, But it takes a, about four weeks, doesn't it? So yeah. he won't be coming until September. And so we were very excited about that. And then that was all who came. And then they said there'd be someone the next day, didn't they? they so did. I'm just, and you tell them about the next person then. Who were, so who then on the Friday, um, we said we wanted somebody who was a little bit sporty and stuff like that. And we had um, a young girl come in and we interviewed her. And um, amazing, ticked every box. And yeah. you know, when we showed her the product, she was um, she basically was like, you know, if they had that in school when I was there, I'd wanted to learn more. And she just... Yeah. She just loved it and, and she was sporting she wanted to do a little bit of outdoor things she wanted to work with children and yeah, it was um, perfect. and so it was quite funny because we had two interviews and um took the two people straight away didn't we you know um because yeah. just we, we were all just the right fit for each other and um yeah. and, and that was our big thing was that we're all become a little team and yeah you know, we're all in um, because i it's i think it's very exciting yeah, little work family we've got and then on friday evening yeah. Four of us got together for the first time mm. January or the end of uh, January, beginning end of, of Jan 2020, when we were in Bet. Yeah, when we were in London for the show. And um, and that was that. So that was just lovely. And we went to Luban, which is like one of my favourite, favourite places. We had all the dim sum and it was their Think, think event, Think Wine, and they yeah. had all the Prosecco and that was so nice. Um, so I had a lovely evening. It was just really, really good. So, so that was just last week. Yeah. So if nobody's, if, if, if so it was my first time in Louvain, um, and we're definitely going to go back. You know, the customer service was yeah, second to none, one amazing. There's another um, brilliant chef, really, Dave Critchley. He's the executive chef there, and it's him. He did all the setting up of lids. Um, yeah. during the lockdown so Liverpool independent delivery service so people can get deliveries from independent businesses and it kept a lot of those businesses like green roses and that going through lockdown as well and I, I just love the ethos of it and um, it's very authentic in there like they've got a lot of the signage and mandarin and things so I love what they're trying to do there you know and he went out to they made a program about it he went out to China to train for three months 
and it's a provincial style of cooking they do in that province and it's known for sort of brilliant cuisine and everything so um we're very lucky to have this that restaurant yeah. in Liverpool because the, the investors could have put it anywhere in the country so but we there were... was a big thing there was a, I remember when, when when that show um was out on on um and I remember them saying you know I think he might have been on Saturday Kitchen or something like that yeah. and they were saying that you know nobody sort of gets the opportunity to go and train um, and then you know this 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 guy had gone over from Liverpool and he'd trained and um, and they did a, um, a program on him of, of you know his success and how he did it and come back. And him and Mike Mike Manfield was like the exec was a, sort of the lead on it. And then uh, Dave Critchley's the executive chef. And they both and they're the only people who are um, they've got like this award, this master of the yeah. cuisine or whatever i can't remember what it's called excuse my ignorance but they're the only ones to ever have it who aren't chinese so which is amazing isn't it yeah which is more success in our city more success in our city and, and then, then on saturday what did we do on saturday i didn't what did i do on saturday did i come and meet you no we did um, my friend marie came to see me which was yes. lovely before i had a lovely evening with marie so that was dead nice worked in the morning and then during the afternoon and then marie came and had her dinner so that was... saturday i took my dog out and, and we went out oh. and then yeah. sunday was hilarious so sunday um we started off with so dawn the dog walker so the walkies woman she's known as and lots of people around crossford park now and she did a course um where people and she's going to do another one so it was like a little bit of a pilot scheme yeah. and um she used autism emotions building and she's doing a course on sort of how to be a good dog owner so how to, how to behave with your dog and um and you know like how you can get the most out of like being being like your friend with the dog and stuff so how to play with them how to take them for walks and how, you know their behaviors and things and it was really really good and she was a little bit nervous but she nailed it which was brilliant so i opened up for her and then you and i went on a road trip didn't we to ikea and we misunderstood and thought the restaurant was closed, but it was actually just the bistro. They'd have been left best not putting that sign up in there, really. Because so the bistro that... is the bit at the end when you when you've gone through the tills and there's a little bit on the left where they sell like a hot dog and stuff. That's the bistro. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we thought the restaurant was closed, but it was a good job, Helen, because we were that long in IKEA. We, if we'd have gone for something to eat, we wouldn't have got what we needed. Anyway, we got bargains galore, didn't we? Mm. Oh, we, we did amazing. Standing up desks and all kinds of things and everything. So that was absolutely brilliant. Mm. So it was made up about that. And what a laugh. And then we bumped into our mate Terry from Strand Road and his wife from Strand Road Garage in Bootle. So that was great. Yeah. Um, and it was just hilarious. And... Um, we got silly in the end and just was shoving wine glasses and everything in, which was crazy. So we, had, we, we decided that we'd get six wine glasses because you never know when somebody's going to yeah, turn yeah. up and celebrate with us, you know. So we got the six wine glasses and then I got home and uh, opened the boots to get something else. And the box of wine glasses just went all over the floor. Two. But we managed to save two, which I just thought to myself, well, there's me and Sandra sorted. <laughs> Yeah, they're all right. Never mind. Everyone else will have to drink out of a mug. Young people can have water. Well, <laughs> um, so Jackie Palmer from um, the Amputation Foundation, who've been guests, and she says, good oh, luck. Right, Jackie. Um, and you'll be able to come and have a little look, Jack, when yeah, you're out about in Liverpool. Yeah, can come and visit. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so that was Sunday, wasn't it? Then Monday was great. Monday was the best day. Well, for me, it was because the loads of the furniture in my house got taken for the office, which I was pleased about because I've had house furniture and office furniture in my house yeah. for quite a while. So that was delightful and it all worked brilliantly. And you and Emma did it all, which was great. Yeah. So Emma came and met me really early in the morning. So Emma's our new apprentice. And she's only 16 um, and has turned into a totally different so school wasn't the right environment um and now he knows you know he's he's, he's going to college um with with brian yeah. Quinn, who are, um, one of our previous guests who has just given him all the confidence i think yeah. and the thing is um tpm and brian um do what they say they're gonna do yeah uh, i think that's a massive thing for him isn't it so 
if he knows that this is going to happen on this day and Brian and TPM have put this in place um, and then Emmett's, um, you know. He's done brilliantly. And, you know, I didn't give a shout out. Actually, we were talking about successes before and there's loads of other successes really um, for this week. And one of the successes was um young people who did the GCSEs. Yes you know, and, and did they have, they've all did really, really well. And Emma did well in his exams, didn't he? Which he hadn't expected to do, and he, he, but he was very bright. I wasn't surprised yeah. at all. And he did very well in his exams. And my own son neglected to tell me until the last minute that he'd, well, he had graduated, which I think I've mentioned before, but he wouldn't really accept it because he didn't have the piece of paper in his hand. And I said, look, it's coming from Italy. You're going to wait forever. What they've said on the computer is right. It's just yeah. sort of accepted he's graduated now. So that was good. But yeah. um, I was just made up with all the young ones. And Emmett did well as well, didn't he? So, yeah, because it was Thursday, wasn't it? Thursday was GCSE day. So, right. um, yeah, so M came and then we went into the office and we took all of the furniture in and we built it all. Um did, and right? um and then we went and got um our Stuart's van, so my brother's van, we went and picked that up mm -hmm. and it's a flat back pickup. And then we went to your house and we took all the furniture apart, put it on the, the back mm -hmm. of the truck, yeah. drove round to the office, carried mm -hmm. everything in, rebuilt it all, um, and then set the office up. And it was quite funny because um so Em and I, neither of us have ever taken hinges off doors. So we'd, we'd taken all the hinges off the doors for the, to make them lighter to carry yeah. them in. Um, and then we put all the hinges back on the doors, don't you know, I should do. And um, we'd done it slightly wrong, but that's okay because we'd never done it before. Okay. And then I think the very last two, we realised that there was an easier way of doing it. Um, so we took them all off, did it the easy way, and then put them all back on again. Nice. Um, but... Um, he worked from 7.30 in the morning until 5 o'clock, didn't stop. You know, we even had our dinner in the car going to pick the van up. Um, and uh, he was just absolutely amazing. But our little stroke of genius was we've decided to make our office vinyl only. Yeah. So Emmett went up into, into his loft. So I said, we're getting a record player. And we're going to have vinyl only in our office. And so if you come to the office, you can bring some vinyl with you or you can have a choose of one of ours, you know, and put it on. And um, so he went up into the loft and he got a box of vinyl down. And um, so we had a great time because we were, you know, having a little sing and, and choosing. And it's quite funny because. When you've got a, so uh, my, my choose was, was, was the Beach Boys. So I chose the Beach Boys and it was the 20 greatest hits. And uh, we'd put it on the record player. And then all of a sudden, it, the, the music had stopped. And I was like, what's a bit? Um, because it's only 10 records, uh, 10 songs per side. So we're it's used to that. listening to, to CDs, aren't we? Mm. And when you put a CD on, you listen to 20 tracks. And now CDs, we don't really listen to because we have Spotify, I have Spotify on my phone and, and stuff. So when you put a playlist on Spotify, it can be for three, four hours, can't it? You know, of, of music without or you listen to the radio and you haven't got a um and it was just it was lovely to, to see you know and um so yeah so any vinyl out there um people are more than welcome to, to drop your vinyl you, um, when you said to me about that i was like but when i was working in the um in the office yesterday and i painted all the table and everything and i put an album on and i was like oh and it does go really quickly because you forget you know and, and it does go really fast, but it's lovely putting an album on. It's just like really nostalgic and everything. And that, but I've jumped ahead there because I've started talking about yesterday. Um, so that was Monday, wasn't it? Monday we sorted the office. And then I had a brilliant meeting as well on Monday with yeah. um, Wadsworth, who runs a tuition company for kids in English and maths up in mm -hmm. Muggle. That was interesting. And then I had a great meeting with a young person who has a degree in law and Spanish. So we had a little chat maybe about him doing some Spanish work for me. So that was cool. Um, and then Tuesday, what did we do on Tuesday? I worked in the morning teaching and then I painted the table. Yes, you oh, did. Oh, hang on a minute. I've missed a bit. So I went back to exercises and I thought, Tuesday. Helen will take this easy today. There was other people, but I haven't been back for a while. But no, you chose a hit workout. 
but at least it was over, it was over fairly quickly. That's the thing. Um, but I have felt it today. As soon as I woke up, I was like that, ah, with my arms. So uh, tomorrow morning's going to be interesting, and our mate Christine's coming as well. So she'll be all active, and I'll be struggling to lift my arms. You'll be fine tomorrow. There you go. Yeah, so that was yesterday, and then I painted all the table, which I made. Oh, I went, no, I've missed a bit again. I went into Abacan's. You said something with a monkey on the material to cover the stuff. I literally walked in, went curtain fabric, the furnishings, curtain fabric, found it. Yeah, monkey, brilliant. Opened a piece, opened another piece, all the right colours, weighed it, bought it. Then, and I was outside Abacans when it opened and I'd paid for the fabric at 10 past 10 and then left. It was unbelievable. Then I went up to Lark Lane to get the French chic paint. Yeah. And, um, they weren't open till 11, so I had to wait a little bit. And then as soon as they opened, I went and I got the paint as well. And then I painted the table in the afternoon. So I've still got all the chairs to do, though. But I'm quite excited about all of that. Yeah, we can do them, can't we? We can do them tomorrow. Yeah. And then um, in the evening? But Tuesday, we did um, – what did we do on Tuesday? So Tuesday morning, oh, I taught – when I met a lovely – so Audrey brought her daughter-in-law to the Lowlands where, where we have our class because she's a teacher. Oh, she's yeah. on um, school holiday, so she was able to come. Um, lovely, lovely um, Irish, so amazing accent. Um, okay. And we had a lovely chat. And she's a teacher over in Wallace, and she works in a SEND school. Um, oh. Is it Elland Park? Uh, um, Ellery Park. Ellery Park, so she works there. Yeah, and we were having a little chat about stuff. Yeah. And um, so she's taken our number, and I'm going to have a little chat with her and stuff like that. But she was such a lovely, lovely person, a lovely, lovely yeah. person. So that was lovely. And then we went to Norris Green Park um, mm -hmm. with the kinship carers. And um, we'd said to the, they were going to Crosby Beach on a day out. So I said, when you go to Crosby Beach, get some rocks and pebbles and things and then we'll paint them. Yeah. And then we'll hide them, you know, around the park and we'll find them. And it was a bit of a lousy day. It had been raining all day. So there was um, two families there. So the little girl, um, Evie, who's, um, I think she's about eight. So mm -hmm. I said, so we, we, we'd coloured the rocks in and things. So I said, before we hide them for everybody else to find next week, we'll play a game of hotter or colder. So you know when you hide something and when you get close to it, you say warm. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't understand what it was. So they, they'd obviously never played this game. Yeah. So, I, so I tried to explain all the all the um, instructions to us. So, okay. so I said, I'll hide by this tree and you go. And Emma was with me. So he they went and hid it and then yeah. she comes back. And then... Um, so she goes, I said, right, okay. I said, I'm going to walk this way. Um, and she goes, oh, you can pick that tree or that tree. So I said, oh, well, so I was walking like to the other tree because I knew it must have been at that tree. You know? yeah. She went, hey, no, 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 you can really walk towards that tree. So oh, I, was so so oh. I walked towards the tree and she was going warmer, warmer. And I was like, brilliant. And then um, we got to the tree and then I was, she just put it on the floor, hadn't it? So I was pretending to like walk, you know, the opposite way around the tree. Yeah. So I was pretending to look for it. And she went, oh, are you blind? She went, it's just there, not by the tree. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, cute as that. So then I said, oh, no, I said, you can't tell me. I said, you've just got to give me clues, like hotter or colder. So she says, oh, okay. So I said, right, I said, I'm going to look for the second one now. So she goes, where do you sit in the park when you're tired? So I said, oh, on a tree stump. And she went, no, the bench. She went, the stones under the bench. Only, Carrie, hang on a minute. Only you would answer tree stump. Because I was trying to be, I was trying to be like, you know, because I didn't, I was trying to like. Oh, right. Yeah. The bench. Okay. So she was there and she was like, no, it's at the bench and it's under the bench. So she told me where it was without doing hot or colder. I used to always play that game to teach, temp, to teach hot and cold, you know, yeah. foreign languages. Because yeah. you it. And also for other people, it's, it's, um, like comparative adjectives is what you call it, like hotter, colder, that type of thing. So it's really a good game for teaching foreign languages if you want to teach them that. And the kids always just loved it, you know. So she just didn't, she was just like, thought yeah. I was just like this ridiculous person because I didn't look for the oh, stone. And I was like, but she was dead cute. <laughs> yeah. So that was Tuesday. Tuesday night, didn't do anything. And today... And then today, this morning we've been to Leamington. So Andrew and I went to Leamington and we had... Um, it was great where we played some um, 
outdoor games and some indoor games because it was a little bit the weather was a little bit not the greatest mm -hmm. today um, and then you and I went to Penny Lane didn't we for our last yeah. session with um with the Penny Lane Community yeah. Trust which was lovely wasn't it yeah I was working this morning and then I had a little meet my dad and then I went to Penny Lane which and I really enjoyed it especially with the little ones today because you know I was a secondary teacher so I like yeah. working with teenagers and that but they, I really enjoyed it with the little ones today it was so they were just so gorgeous and so yeah. cute and like you know as I said before just saying the languages straight away because we had such a good time so that was good and then I had Brian Quinn, I've just taught Spanish mm. for the show, so that was brilliant. And uh, then here we are today, so we've had a, a brilliant week, really. It's been just a dead nice week all around. It's just nice yeah. getting out and about and people getting back to normal now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's lovely to be out and about and it's just lovely to have things to do, isn't it, you know, um, and people yeah. to see. And, you know, it's nice to see people's businesses are moving on and, you know, people are doing things and being able to go back to work a little bit more, aren't they? You know, which is lovely to see. Um, so, yeah. So, Definitely. yes. So, so, have you had any red faces this week? So? Well, I haven't that I can think of as such. I probably have, but I've forgotten them because I am on about, so there's no way that could have happened. But I did want to mention something because a guy on Twitter who does T-shirts, um, I'd put Paul Collins, who was Martin, our mate Martin's um, friend, um, not Martin Sang, the other Martin um, Thornton. He do, he do, used to be in business with him and he does T-shirts and stuff now. He had put on Twitter, what's the worst typo you've ever done? Embarrassing typos. And he has something. And so I replied, and I always used to do this. I do it all the time. And I have to check. He goes, sorry, I know you really. And when you type busy, Okay, when you hit the Y button, I often hit the T, and if it's predictive, it goes busty. When I typed to a woman, right, one of someone who worked for me, I was like, I know you're really busty, and she, and she was very well endowed indeed. She was, she, she was out here, and I thought, I know you're very busty, but can you get her to blah blah blah? Is there any way you can do this tomorrow, etc.? But instead of her telling me how that. She took it to the boss and said, as a joke, like not in a nasty way, because she thought it was dead funny and they were howling. And I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> so, hello, Gertie. So, um, hello, Gertie Robinson. So, uh, yeah. Um, are you busted at the moment? But as I said, my worst ones have always been spoken, not written. Have you ever done a bad typo, Helen? Um. So I was thinking when you sometimes when you when I used to be saying like oh I'm at the death center and lots of people say you know the death center when you type that in it comes and it comes up dead. Oh, well, I've done that. I put dead. I put that loads. Because I got my, I'm in the dead center. Yeah, it changes. You know, on the predictive text sometimes. So sometimes you have oh, to like reread it. I had done a post and I'd said I was at the Liverpool Society for Dead People. <laughs> I've done that about five times and then people tell me all the time because I'm too yeah. quick on the phone with my thumbs so it's having a type and then breathing and and then reading oh, it is yeah. before you hit send or before you, yes, hit send, you, you know. definitely before I hit send yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i don't think i've got any other red faces i think i've been i know i don't know what's going on it'll come it'll all come together don't worry i don't know whether we're just so used to them that we don't find them as embarrassing anymore yeah maybe it's just nothing. <laughs> but I don't think I have. Um, so we normally have a Skillshare. I've got a Skillshare. Mm. Okay, so do you know when you're preparing stuff to paint, everyone does, and they all say all oh, the preps, everything. Well, I'm quite lazy about stuff like that. And the reason I like the Alfresco paint that uses this branded stuff is you can just put it straight on. But... As I was painting the top of the table and it was soaking it in because it's normally really, and I got the second coat, I thought, oh God, I'm going to have to do a third coat on this. I remembered reading somewhere that all the French sheet paint is great, but if it's on teak or, you know, like where you have MDF and then you have a layer of the wood over it, yeah. you have to, you do have to treat that first because otherwise it just goes and you have to put a layer on it. And it did, it sucked up so much paint, I can't tell you. 
So if you are painting a tabletop, even if it is the Frenchie paint, the alfresco, which you don't normally have to worry about, you still need to put a layer of treatment on it before you start. Otherwise, it will indeed soak up all the paint. But it's just... And what do you do? You know what you use for the for the, the layer? No. Oh. <laughs> the lady in the shops can tell you. She's very, very helpful. The one in Lark Lane is brilliant. The dad, there's only two stockers in the pool, one in Lark Lane and one in Heighton. I haven't been to the Heighton one. But the, the one in Heighton, that's Joanne's. Um, yeah, yeah. That's so between them, I'm sure they're both very helpful because they have yeah. to be to sell that product. But it is brilliant. Honestly, I've and Sandra, you gave me a little bit of a skill share about a household product to make, didn't you? Yes, the vin the vinegar and tea tree oil one. Yes. Yes. So I read this online. It may have been good housekeeping online. And it said, um, when you have these products, so you're putting all chemicals in your house and everything all the time. And if people got kids with asthma or anything, it can be antagonistic for them. And you put it on your surfaces, it might spill over on your food. And if you're taking, there were measurements for, um, it said like a cup of um, white vinegar, which white vinegar is dirt cheap. So yeah. if you buy a thing like that, that will last you so long. And um, you get a cup of that, and then you have about three drops of tea tree oil. And that wipes out the smell of the white vinegar. You top it up with water and you really mix it well. If you think, oh, well, I don't want that smell of tea tree or whatever, you can put some drops of like whatever, what an essential, and you only need a little bit. And then it's not a strong smell, but you're not going to get vinegar and it is quite pleasant. And so it doesn't smell like your house has been bleached. It doesn't smell like what a big product you might use, like a Detlow or a Flash or something. But it's clean and it's fresh, actually. It's quite nice. It's not as intense. Yeah. But it lasts ages and it's really, really effective. And the only thing they say, don't use it on marble all the time because it can corrode bit by bit if you've got a granite or so i'm mindful of that if you use it you can't use it on that yeah. you can use it on any other surface wood on your fridge anything so i had to go with it and it was really really effective and i thought not only is it really fresh and you're not using chemicals but what that costs you so a thing of vinegar it's going to be under a pound the smaller one certainly and then you've got it i got a thing of tea tree oil that's two pound well that would last you way more than a year probably probably a year if you were putting drops in every time i've got a big thing and it may, may say double the width of what you normally buy in one of those products and it it lasts so it's just lasts ages and it's really effective so it's it's economically better i use a reusable bottle so i'm not buying new plastic bottles more environmental friendly yeah. as well isn't it you know on every single level so i made up with myself over that because i thought so it might not be that good but um, I'm just thrilled. Well, if it was in the good housekeeping, that's all I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? Well, they don't. They never get anything wrong, Helen. I swear to God, they're just exactly. perfect. Okay, they so that was, my, that was me little other thing as well. So it was made up a few good skill shares. That's some good ones. That's amazing. Um, so shout out to the grown ups, son. Oh, shout out! Well, I'm not. You know, it's a bit naughty when you're a mum. And shout out to our own because I made up with him. I'm just so so pleased because he's working. You know, he got his little summer job back that he'd had when he come home. So because he didn't get home last summer, so I was thrilled to bits. And he's been working in Carlisi on Dale Street. So yeah. I made up practicing his Italian with the guys there. And his cocktails. Yeah, his cocktail making now, isn't he? He's doing really yeah. well. And he's enjoying that. Um, so that's good. But um. Because they're two brothers, Alessio and Federico, for them for one to go on holiday, the so they have to go at different times, and they hadn't oh, been home for two years to Sicily. So Federico went first, and so Ronan was working with Alessio, and Alessio worked all the hours God sent because his brother was away. So our Ronan put in some really long hours as well, which I'm delighted about. Yeah. Um, and you know, I believe every single person in the world should work in customer service before they do anything. I just think it's essential training for life and do some long hours and have sore feet and things like that yeah. especially if, you know if you've got a kid who goes to university it's really important they do menial you know different types of jobs and everything yeah. um and i say menial because he's not skilled like the other two he has to do the running around because that is you know that's yeah. all he needs, so that's fine um and then so federico's gone um as back now and alessio's gone to sicily uh, 
you're doing some some more work there. So uh, I'm just I'm just dead proud of him. I'm just I think I'm really really lucky as a mum to have the lads I've got. So I'm very very grateful. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He's doing really well, and and he likes it, doesn't he? You know, which is great, isn't it? And it's hilarious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that as well. So that's cool. What about you? If you got a shout out to anyone? Um, so I'm going to shout out for an hour for others again. So we shouted out for them last week. But um, Jamie Webster went. Um, so for Liverpool fans, Jamie Webster brought the song out. Um, yeah. And he took his guitar and drums, I think, and, and he had a bit of a music lesson and things. And I thought that I'm sure lots and lots of the grown-ups would be proper jealous over that. Yeah. So there'd be a lot of grown-ups who'd want to have gone, you know, um, to, 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 to actually experience that. Um and um so jamie webster went to so my mum he went to my mum's school so my mum was there and when he was in school he was quite quiet and you know was quite shy mm -hmm. and now he's you know playing on the stage and he played in madrid and, <laughs> you know, yeah. um and i think that's lovely isn't it again another success in our city that we've got this young well, lad who's just, you know, yeah and he's massively supportive of that charity and my friend marie took her, her daughter loved it oh she, brilliant yeah she went to just meet them and everything so i introduced her with Susie k and she yeah. went to meet them so i was really pleased so hopefully there's going to be something in the october half term they can access yeah and i want to give him um, a shout out to the to, to all the grown-ups from the granby toxtus um who've, and, and the penny lane trust who've been running those yeah. events for the last three weeks and they've been there every week and they've given everybody fruit bags and bottles of water and they could plant and um, they've been planting a plant yeah. you know a little um i think they've been planting a sunflower that they can take the kids can take home yeah acupuncture and you could get acupuncture, which was uh, Mr. And the ice cream man came, you know, and all the kids and were able to have an ice cream. And, and I was introduced to a screwball. Yes, you yeah. had a screwball. Yeah, so last weekend, then we had another one today. And the ice cream man was lovely. Um, you know, really nice with all the kids yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, and it's just lovely. And it was really lovely. So I was in the queue for the... So you'd, you'd been and got our screwballs, hadn't you? And then one of the girls who was at the breast cancer stall, um, I said, oh, you know, having a nice cream. And she said, oh, yeah. So I went and got her a screwball. So I was stood in the queue and there was a lady in front of me who had a grandson who was about two, maybe. Yeah. And um, she was stood in the queue. And then another lady come over and she went, oh, hello. You know, and they were touching. Oh, my God. She said, I don't think I've seen you for 10 years. Um, and then another lady come over and she was like, oh, I haven't seen you. And it was lovely. And so when I went in and I was talking to them, I said, oh, it was lovely. And she said, last week there was um, three grandmas who had their daughters, like, all together. Um, and they all met when their kids were little. And then the grandchildren were there. So there was, like, three, all these different generations who hadn't seen each other for all these years yeah. all coming together in um and, and sharing and you know the activities and things and it was just lovely wasn't it you know um, it was a big community event yeah. and it was pulling people in from the community and the fact they came back each week yeah. you know it, it it's lovely things like that isn't it and everyone joins in in the summer and everything and it was yeah. very well attended as well i thought it was brilliant it was brilliant and and, and that's to you know the granby toxith and the penny lane trust you know for yeah. um for being so supportive in the local community and if you haven't been it's a really lovely space yeah. isn't it you know um, yeah, and they've got a little shop with all the Beatles things in and stuff mm -hmm. that's yeah. right people were there taking photos of the murals yeah and, yeah. and, and, and you see they they get a lot of tourism so that that little shop normally does really well from tourism you know people come in um, and obviously because of the pandemic um they haven't had um as much tourist have they We've only got a couple of minutes left, but I have got a red face that I've just yeah. remembered. Let's do it. Come on. So, Jason had, only listens in for your red faces. Go on. Uh, I've had a letter from the allotment people. Oh, and, you know, I got Bev Hogan and her husband, who was just amazing, to help me because it was struggling time-wise. We had to have surgery and all the rest of it and to have another operation. So it was struggling time-wise, having to do everything with moving, all this stuff going on. So I got Bev to help me. And Bev's just been amazing. And her part of the allotment's just impeccable. And they planted everything. And it's like, and I was like, oh, because oh, I only wanted to grow veg. Anyway, they said to me, you're not allowed to let your helper do 50%. I have to cultivate more than 50%. Yeah. So, um, I know. So I was a bit embarrassed, really. <laughs> so I brought myself to shame in the allotment. I think I'm the worst allotment person ever. <laughs> so, um. So I'm going to might maybe dig up my onions, <laughs> which will be ready very soon. 
Well, best uh, grown a cucumber and um, what was the other thing she had? I don't know, but it looked obscene. Cucumber and was it was it peas? No, it was a runner. It was some kind of runner, runner bean. bean. It didn't look like a runner bean, and it no. was formed because it was and a box of celebrations that she grew, which was amazing. I missed the celebrations. Yeah, yeah. So, so nephew. We're on, Sam. We've we've got twenty seconds left. Oh, okay, I had a little closey thing to say. Yeah, closing now, quote over to you. Dead, dead quick, which I've just near lost. Where is it now? And it was about, if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. Perfect. So can't do attitude. Yeah, if you think and you can, you can. If, if you think, think you, can't, you can't, you can't. Lovely. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Um, well, and we okay. will see everybody next week. Yeah, and our guest next week is Mark Carr, who did a photographic documentary of the whole thing during the lockdown, which is intriguing. And he's going to be talking about all he's got to offer. And that's Brilliant. it. And I'll see you soon. Thank you. Good night, Pat. Good night, Pat. <laughs>